Welcome back to another episode of That's Business. Today's going to be a little different because I'm reflecting on my life a little more because it's my birthday. And what better way to celebrate than by doing a solo podcast? Little bit about me. I've always been someone who loves my birthday. I do. I it's a whole week. I love my birthday. And I truly believe that's because I've been blessed with supportive loved ones who make my day special every single year. And even more so, as I've grown my online presence, I now have a whole army of online friends that make me feel so loved. And as my gift to all of you listeners, I am giving you my 28 lessons I've learned in my 28 years around the sun. And this was actually a very interesting list to write. I found myself kind of going through and figuring out what was something I wish I learned earlier or what was something that was just like a light bulb moment to me that really changed my life and changed how I thought about things. And this is what I came up with. Number one, take the trip. If you plan things in advance and if you say, oh, well, I've always wanted to go somewhere. I've always wanted to do this. You can. You can budget things for very cheap now. You can do things on a budget. You can have a credit card that pays you in rewards and take the damn trip. So many people sit here and they say, oh, well, when I retire, I'm going to travel. I'm going to travel. When I retire, I'm going to do this. You're not promised tomorrow. I have been traveling so much more in the last year than I ever have in my whole life. It's been something I've really enjoyed doing. And so many people have said to me, oh, it must be nice to travel and do stuff. I work remote. I bring my laptop with me. I have a 5G hotspot that I could take with me wherever I go. So yes, it's a change of scenery, but if you're someone who has always wanted to go somewhere, start planning it now. There's no reason you can't. Dance when you're feeling the music. Number two, I'm that freak that will dance if I'm feeling the music. I'm at that age now where my the songs I grew up on are now at grocery stores or throwbacks and it hurts my soul, but I'm that one that I love the song. Guess what? I'm belting it out. I don't care if it's a bar or restaurant. I'm driving in my car. I'm that one. And I have been told, Angela, I love that you just don't care and you dance whenever you're feeling the music. Who the hell cares? Who said it's not okay to just dance? I'm a horrible dancer. I don't care. I do what I want. Number three, quit the job that doesn't bring you happiness. If you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you follow me on any social media, you know I preach this to my core. You deserve to be happy. I wasted two and a half years of my life because I thought I had to. I thought I had to work my ass off. I thought I had to just show up and do the best I could be only for them to fire me. They fired me. I wish I could have gone back and spent that time with my loved ones instead of missing things, instead of always being on my phone, instead of constantly checking emails and just getting that gut-wrenching feeling. You spend 40 hours a week at a job, if not more. That's the bare minimum. If you are not happy, you need to leave. There is a company out there that supports you. The grass oftentimes is greener on the other side. It just takes time to find those places. And make sure your job aligns with who you are. You spend so much of your life at this job. Number four, end the friendships that no longer serve you. This was a really tough one. I spent so much time with people that was like, oh, well, I've been friends with them for so long or I just, you know, maybe they're just having a rough time, but I should support them. And I thought if I gave the energy that I wanted in a friend and I was the friend I wanted, that would be reciprocated, but it's not. 
And ending those friendships is really tough. It feels like a breakup. You do mourn the loss of a friend. I've lost some of my best friends, but it ultimately was for the better. And the thing that came to me was that my newer friends were supporting me more than my friends I'd been friends with since childhood or my air quote, like best of best friends. It's the people that show up for me over and over. It's the people I've been friends with for less than three years that have come and supported me in other ways than one. Nick, Michelle, Shelby, Andy, and so many more. I love each and every single one of you. And I'm so thankful for our new friendships. Number five, cut off family members that bring your energy down. This one is tough. But what I'm saying here is just because someone is related to you by blood does not mean you have to have a relationship with them. Over and over, I see, well, my my parent, my cousin, my whoever just brings down my energy. I feel like I can't talk to them about my ideas. They They consistently bring me down. You need to cut those people off. Just because they're related by blood does not give them any type of right over others. And I say this to people all the time of, if you... If they were a friend and were treating you the same way, would you still talk to them? Or do you feel like you're stuck talking to them because they're your family? Think twice about that. Do something that scares you. Whether it's starting a business, pursuing a passion, recording a damn podcast, you're never going to be ready. And sometimes the universe pushes you. I never thought I would be here. I've always had this dream to do a podcast. And it's just crazy to me that this is a part of my weekly schedule. That I go on and I record a freaking podcast. And it does really well. I mean, there's no right time to do it. And sometimes you just get pushed to. Like I've talked about multiple times, I got fired from my job to start my business. And it took that. And I was like, I'm not ready. I don't know what to do. You're never going to be ready. You're never going to have that aha moment. It's just not going to happen. And things are going to change. But do something that scares you. Some of my favorite memories, some of the things that have really come together for me was because I did something that scares me. Number seven, talk to strangers. If you're like, Angela, stranger danger, I don't want to talk to strangers. Meet people. You're sitting at a bar. There's nothing I love more than to make friends at bars. I am that person you probably, some of you are listening to this and like, I would hate if you were sitting next to me and that's okay. That's fine. My own friends have said, Angela, you're the type of person I hope to never sit next to on a plane. Fair. But I want you to talk to strangers. I have met some of the best people that ended up being clients just from having a conversation. I'm always one to tell people to give compliments if I like their shirt, if I like their cologne, whatever. I'm the first to give compliments. Who says it's weird to? Like all of these things I've learned have just been these warped ideas of like, you should be this way and you should be that way. Well, who the hell is to say what's right and what's wrong? Whether it's a bar, a concert, networking event, just talk to people. It's cool. A lot of people want to have conversations. Some don't. That's okay. Don't force it. I met one of my very best friends at a concert. Lily, so thankful for our friendship. We're going on six years of friendship, all because we bonded over music. And that's just the power of talking to people. You have that quick interaction. You send some love. It doesn't matter. Just have that conversation with people and you never know who you're sitting next to. It's amazing. The amount of business cards, the amount of connections I have on LinkedIn. I've met people at airports and just the weirdest of places that have turned into clients and friends. And it's truly amazing. Number eight, age is just a number. 
you'll always be too young. You'll always be too old. Who the hell cares? I felt weird about saying my age on this podcast because so some people will complain to me and say millennials are the worst. Those 20-something-year-olds don't know anything. But you know what? I did start this business young. I am a young business owner. But you know what? I'm damn good at what I do. I have spent my hundreds of thousands of hours and poured every blood, sweat, tears into this business. And I'm so sick of people saying, Oh, young people are stubborn and lazy. Old people cannot be trained or taught anything new. It's bullshit. Who says that's a thing? Age is just a number. Some people have mastered things quicker than others. We all have our expertise. And why are we so hung up on how old someone is? It's all about how much time you put into something. Number nine, trust your gut and intuition. There have been so many studies on this, on trusting what you feel in your gut. One of my favorite books of all time, The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker, is my favorite book on this topic. Good read if you want to. A little scary, but it's great. I say trust your gut when it comes to relationships, when it comes to jobs. If this job you are presented with sounds all too good to be true and your gut is telling you no for some reason, trust your gut. I'm telling you, you'll thank me later. There's a reason your gut is there for Number 10, spend some time alone. I will admit I (laughs) struggled with this for so long. My very best friend and roommate from college, Krista, shout out to Krista. One day she tells me, she goes, you're always on the phone. It's like you're you're afraid to be alone. And that resonates with me so much. I'm someone that I'm extremely extroverted. I get my energy from being around people all the time. I feel recharged. I'm also someone that feels like if I'm sitting still and not doing anything that I'm useless. And there isn't, I don't know why that is the way that it is. Maybe because I played sports my whole life and I've been competitive. Who knows where that came from? Someone probably called me lazy somewhere along the lines. I'll ask my therapist tomorrow when I meet her, but spend some time alone, read a book, go out to eat, watch a show, take time to get to know yourself. You're actually a pretty amazing person. And when I started doing things alone, it's my time. I love it. I don't oftentimes get time to read. I love reading, but sometimes I'm like, I'd rather scroll through TikTok. I'd rather do whatever. And that's okay. Whatever I'm feeling that day, I'm not going to force it. But spend some time alone and be in your feelings. It's great. Number 11, end relationships that are toxic. Let me think of it. Let's think about this for a minute. If your hairdresser screws up your hair one time, hair gets screwed up. You never go back to them, right? You never go back to a hairdresser or barber, whoever, because they screwed up your hair once. So why is it that we continuously go back to people who screwed up, even if it just was just once? Think of that hairdresser that screws up your hair. I spent so much time in bad relationships. And that's where, yes, it has made me the person I am today. But I spent so many minutes and hours and days and years just being in this funk of being like, oh yeah, I'm not good enough for this job. Or, oh yeah, I'm not going to go anywhere with my life. Or, oh yeah, I am overweight. Just things I was told over and over. And it's just like, why? Why spend that time? Your energy is so important. And I'm very much a supporter of that. So why are you going to give your energy to people that just suck it right out of you? Number 12, eat the damn cake. Everything in moderation, of course, but 
you know, you have some ice cream once in a while. Great. I'm a big ice cream and brownies fan. I will admit. Just have it. Eat the damn dessert, please. Just do it. If you're diabetic, don't listen to this advice. Like, ignore this. I am not a qualified medical professional. If your doctor said don't, then don't. But indulge in some food. I love me. I love Arby's. Arby's, big fan. I'll have fast food once in a while. And you know what? It's okay. I'm not eating it every single day. But when I have these crazy cravings, I listen to my body and I give it what it wants. Number 13, call your friends more. If you're not a phone call person, text. Check in with your friends. You are not too busy. You have 10 minutes a day. My go-to is when I'm walking my dog, when I'm driving somewhere. I'm not in front of my computer and I can't work at that time. I'll call my friends. Just a quick touch base. Just remind them that you love them. I mean, I love my touch base phone calls with my friends. I'm sure they want to hear from you too. If you're like me and you're a horrific texter, pick up the phone and call your friends. They want to hear from you. Number 14, reach out to that person you've been thinking about more that you lost touch with. What happened with me was I went to Penn State for her school. So my high school friends that from Michigan grew up in Rochester, I lost touch with a lot of them. It's just you grow up, you have different walks of life. Soon as you know it, four years have gone by, five years, 10 years, and you lost touch. Nothing happens. You just grow up. It just happens. Everyone knows this. Rekindle friendships that you're thinking about people. One of my very best friends from high school, we lost touch and we reached out to each other and we are closer now more than ever. Shout out to Susie. Love you so much, girlfriend. But just reach out and rekindle those friendships. There's, you have to just do it. Just go off of it. Just do it. I mean, stop thinking, oh, I should reach out or, oh, I should do that. Again, you're not promised tomorrow. Just reach out to people and say you're thinking about them. Number 15, take a break when you need it. I know I'm a hypocrite to this. I get yelled at by my employees and my boyfriend and some other loved ones, but take a break when you need it. You can have your lazy days. You want to scroll through TikTok. You want to do whatever that brings you happiness. You, when you're burnt out, you are less productive. You are so much more productive when you're refreshed, when you're energized and you feel ready to go. That's what you need. You need a break. We are not programmed to work every waking second of our lives And I've been instituting this more. I've been working on taking breaks more. I've been working on, you know, truthfully unplugging on the weekends and being present for loved ones. You have to do this. Be in the moment more. You don't need to take a picture of every single moment. You don't need to record three hours of that concert you're at. Be in the moment. Take in the time. There is no better feeling in the world than when you're at a con. This is me. I'm a big concert goer. Then you're at a concert, your favorite song is playing by your favorite artist, and you close your eyes and you're just in that moment. Or you look around to everyone else having their own individual moments. I wish I could bottle up the feeling of a concert, and that could be my feeling every single day. My little, my little shot of dopamine, right? And as Ferris Bueller said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. And I truthfully believe that. Be present. That text can wait. That TikTok can wait. Be present for more things. Number 17, stop being so hard on yourself. Who said you're supposed to act in a certain way? You get things wrong. We're human. And this is what I tell people too. 
I say this all the time. If the way you're treat, if your best friend was treating their own self the way you're treating yourself, how would you react? Would you be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you doing that? And be like, you are so much better than that. Or would you let them do it? So why is it we're allowed to be so hard on ourselves for no reason? Like who, who you're not this perfect human being. You're not this end all be all. Stop being so hard on yourself. You're human. You're doing pretty great, sweetheart. Please give yourself some more credit. Number 18, say no more. Another one I struggle with. But you have to take care of yourself. I'm the friend that I'm always there. My friend's mom said it best. She said, everyone needs an Angela in their life. She is the yes friend. She is there whenever you need her. Everyone needs an Angela. And that made me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. But you really need to say no more. You need to understand your bandwidth. I have since realized like when I'm getting burnt out, when I need a break, I've say, I've been saying no more. I'm not the person that feels like I have to say yes all the time. And that's been great. And it's led to me living a more fulfilling and happier life there. Number 19, never stop learning. I'm not saying you have to go and get these degrees. I'm not saying you have to go and get certifications and spend all this money, but learn something. I love TikTok. I've brought up TikTok so many times on this episode, but whether it's learning something off TikTok, whether it's fun facts, whether it's, you know, my fun little BuzzFeed calendar, that's like a new fact every single day, just something little. You can do that. Watch YouTube videos. You want to read a book? Great. You want to listen to a podcast? Great. But never stop learning. You don't want to be like Blockbuster and become obsolete babies. Come on. Keep evolving. Keep learning. 20. Stop trying to please everyone. Dress how you want to. Be unapologetically yourself. I had this moment probably about a year ago where I went through my, I think, yeah, I think it was during the pandemic. I went through my closet and I said, I hate everything. I tried to be this like super clean cut professional, you know, wear the suit coats, look really professional. And I'm like, but why? I've always wanted to dye my hair blue. So I dyed my hair blue. And I had this moment of saying like, this does not bring me happiness. Why am I trying to be this person? I love wearing band t-shirts. I think I I have one on right now. I love wearing band t-shirts. I love wearing combat boots. And you know what? I got rid of everything that was not me. I'm unapologetically myself. I realize I'm not going to please everyone. I had this notion in my head. I'm like, well, I shouldn't be this way. I should tame down who I am as a person. And, you know, I'm a business owner now. I really need to think about that. But why? Who said I couldn't be myself? I had this notion in my head that I have to be this perfect professional and I don't. And when I started being more of myself, when I started posting what I wanted to post online, when I started being like, Hey, screw your boss. If they don't give you your PTO, you know, whatever being myself, as you all have listened on numerous episodes, that's when my life changed. I'm attracting the clients I want to work with. I'm attracting the people that are very much like me. You're never going to please everyone. You're just not. It's just a fact. And it was like this rebirth, not to be cheesy, but like 
I'm myself. I feel so much more confident now when I get dressed, when I go out. Like I truly embody, I love to call myself a bad bitch, but I truly embody that and I feel that my confidence skyrockets. Be who you want to be, wear what you want to wear, and just just be yourself. You like swearing? I love swearing. Let's do it. Like it's just be yourself. And other people will say that. We'll see that and value you. And that even goes into an interview. I mean, people feel like, oh, well, I have to tame down who I am for an interview. I don't want to scare people away. Why? If I look at you and you're this like tame version of yourself, odds are I'm probably going to like the real version of you more. People hire on personality. People will like you. It's okay. Be who you want to be. The right people will follow. 21. Life lessons can be very hard, but you will come out stronger. When I got fired from my job, I thought my world, I thought that was it. The world was ending. My house is going to get foreclosed. I'm living paycheck to paycheck at the time. It's like, this is terrible. I cried every single day for probably about two months. And I kid you not, it was a lot of motivational speeches. A lot of wine was drank. But I took that time and I could not, I could not envision a future. I didn't know what the future held. I was so nervous. I was just, this is it. I got fired from a job. This is the most devastating thing that could ever happen to me. And here we are three years later, we're sitting on a podcast. We're helping hundreds of job seekers. We're providing advice to people to find that happiness in their life. And I couldn't be happier. The life lessons were hard, but it truthfully made me so much stronger than who I am today. And that goes with anything in life, losing a friendship, getting fired from a job. I mean, I don't want to be and sit here and say everything happens for a reason, but the life lessons are hard. Life is not easy. It is not for the faint of heart. Like it's crazy, this life we live, but you will come out stronger. 22, shoot your shot. Whether it's a job you think you're not qualified for, whether it's a relationship with someone you think is out of your league, whether it's a friendship of someone you've admired from afar, shoot your shot. We're programmed to think, oh, well, I'm not good enough for that, so don't do it. We live in this safe space, in this safe zone of, well, I can make a lateral move and take this next job. That's okay. I'm comfortable there. This is why people stay in bad marriages and bad work situations and bad housing, like whatever that may be, you have to shoot your shot. Aim higher. Talk to people. Again, a lot of these lessons are going hand in hand, but I want you to shoot your shot. I've messaged so many people that I thought were out of my league on LinkedIn, meaning, oh, they have hundreds of thousands of followers. They're not going to respond to me. They don't care about me. I was like, Angela, who cares? shoot your shot. Why are you telling yourself no already when you don't even know the answer? You're setting yourself up for failure. And with a lot of these lessons, I always say, pretend it's someone that you love that is saying these things. And how would you, how would you help them? I would tell them, shoot your shot and do it. And what's the worst that can happen? And that's how I truly operate on my day to day. Number 23, Pick up that hobby you've been wanting to try your whole life. I have an interest in playing the drums. Don't know why. I've always been fascinated with drummers. And we're starting drum lessons. And I'm so stoked to do this. But you're never too old to start a new hobby. You're not going to be perfect at it. Like you're never perfect at everything at first. But you have to start somewhere. 
just do something. Like you want to start a hobby? Great. Do it. It's okay. Number 24, don't rush the healing process. I'm someone that I do not like to cry in front of people. I do not like to do this. This is from growing up of not, none of us really cried in front of each other and that's okay. But I felt like, hurry up and get over the grief. It's going to be okay. And the, the quicker you cry it out, get over it, cl- cry behind closed doors, the faster it is to heal. No. Take the time you need to grieve. We, I've unfortunately like lost quite a bit of people in my life. You have those days that come and grief hits you like a hurricane. Take the time for yourself. Take the time to realize, and like I've said, be in your feelings. Understand where this is hard. Like this is tough. Talk it out. Nothing has been better than talking it out with a friend or family member, partner of saying like, hey, I'm having a rough day today and this is why. And you will realize how many people go through these same days with you, especially during this pandemic of how many dark days a lot of people had. We're here for each other and take the time you need to grieve. You are not, there is no perfect timeline of, oh, I'm going to be grieving only for, it's only acceptable to grieve for one day or two weeks and I should get over it. It doesn't go away. Take the time for yourself and listen to who you are and what what's happening in your world. Number 25, you don't know everything. Ask for help when you need it. Another, another, uh, lesson there. I learned a little too much. I had to realize as a business owner, I didn't know everything even more so. And when I realized like, Hey, look, Angela, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to know every single thing out there. That's there. Ask for help when you need it. I'm human. You're human. Why is it that it's such a bad thing to ask for help? Just ask for it. Other people have mastered their craft. I talk to people every single day who say, well, I'm just not confident about writing my resume and I don't know and just feel like they have to tell me this. I always say, when when were you ever taught how to write a resume? When were you ever taught how to do this? It's okay. Like you're human. Ask for help. Nobody's asking me to be a nurse. Nobody's asking me to be an electrical engineer. We all have our expertise. Ask for help when needed. A lot of people will help you. Number 26, put yourself out there more. Again, this is, (laughs) it's just so funny to me full circle that I'm doing a podcast, that I do TikToks, that I post on social media every single day, or I try to. When you put yourself out there, I talk about my mental health. I talk about tough things. I'm realistic with people. Again, if you would have asked me when I was in my recruiting job, if I'd be doing this for a living, I would have laughed in your face. I would have said, Mm-mm, there's no way, not me. That's, that's not who I am. But me putting myself out there more has brought me more friendships. It has brought me more business and it has brought me so much more happiness in everyday life. It's scary as hell. It is so scary being vulnerable. It is so scary putting yourself out there. We have this fear of failure, but it also can be really great. What if it this is a relationship that succeeds? What if it is a good business opportunity? What if it's insert relevant situation there? The what ifs are so exciting to be. Number 27. 
tell people you love them. There is nothing that brings me more happiness than when my friends tell me they love me. I love hearing it. I love hearing I'm loved. Who doesn't love it? I end conversations with telling people I love them. You could tell your coworkers if it's not creepy. Friends, family, pets. I give my dog her little pets to sleep every night. Shout out to Ruby. And I tell her I love her every single day. Because she came from a traumatic household. She has severe PTSD. But just tell people you love them. What's the big deal? I have so many platonic relationships with so many friends. And I tell them I love them. I love love. Who doesn't love love, right? Tell people you love them. And last but not least, number 28, be yourself. There's no one else like you. When you're yourself, as I've mentioned, you attract the people you want to attract. You be yourself. I'm sarcastic. I swear a lot. I like, I dress in all black a lot. I love combat boots. I like pleather pants. Like I'm myself. I love my emo music I listened to in middle school that I will never grow out of. I am myself. I learned the hard way to try to not be someone. I thought I had to be this like perfect person that you put in a perfect little box and that's who I should be. When I'm myself, again, I'm attracting the right people. Those new friends I've made, I've met at networking groups. I've met through LinkedIn. They have just been such an asset to me of I feel I feel loved. I feel supported. And that's me being unapologetically my authentic self. Stop trying to be anyone else. There is no one else like you in the world. And those people will show true to you. Thank you so much for listening to this. I hope some of these lessons, if not all of them, resonate with all of you listening to this. This was a fun one. I'm really excited to see what the next year has in store. I'm really excited to see what else will happen. I can't wait to reflect back on this episode a year from now and see how I've grown, how the business has grown, who's getting something out of this episode. But to each and every single listener out there, whether this is your first episode you've listened to of this podcast, your 15th, I really appreciate it. Thank you for anyone who's ever supported my ideas, who's trusted me with their resume, who's given me a like on social media, anyone from all walks of life. So much love for all of you. I love each and every single one of you listening to this. Thank you for listening and tune in next week. If you're looking for a career change and you're not sure where to start, the Resume Rescue can help. Sure, there's no such thing as the perfect fit for everyone, but here at the Resume Rescue, we're on a mission to find the perfect solution for you. Whether it's changing careers, updating a resume, learning LinkedIn, or practicing interviewing, we have you covered. Find us online at theresumerescue.com and find all of our contact info in our show notes.